Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Ying.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Welcome to Spiritual Psychic with Sarah Wiseman where you'll learn how to unlock the secrets of spiritual intuition and your own psychic gifts. Here's Sarah. Hey everybody, I'm Sarah Wiseman, and today we're going to talk about how to connect with your guides and angels. Now, Meeting with your guides and angels, by guides I mean your spirit guides, is one of the most rewarding spiritual practices you can master. And for me personally, um, when I learned this process of working with my spirit guides and the angelic realm, everything in my life changed. It was completely different. Uh, like walking through a door and suddenly you're in a different land. So uh, very fascinating work and a superb source of guidance for you in your life as you're attempting to uh, live a different way and not be so attached to how the world tells you things work, but to work on the spiritual plane and learn how things work in universal law. So direct connection with spirit guides and the angelical realm is not difficult at all to master and it helps you move forward on your path of spiritual awakening and soul growth. Now, if you're ready to begin direct connection with your guides or angels, you're going to notice that your awareness is opening. Your awareness is opening even before you begin the practice of direct connection. So as an example, you might begin to sense energy or you notice signs and synchronicities or you feel more compassionate and connected, your heart's opening, you just, your dreams are more active, things start to happen in your lives that are unexplainable. And so as your spiritual opening continues, you start to become more intuitive. And this is because you've begun to journey in layers and levels of the universe and gather the information that's there. Uh, by layers and levels, I refer to this as um, the dimensionality. So time and space and matter, these are all not hard and fast rules as we've been taught in school. These are fluid, these are interconnected, these are always present in nowness. So as you begin to meander in the layers and levels, so you might begin to have different experiences. You might see visions in your uh, mind's eye, 
or hear messages in your mind's ear, or again, you might have especially vivid dreams, or a lot of you report, you just, you just know things, you just know it. And on the periphery of your awareness, you may have started to notice the presence of other entities or beings. And you may have, while in this divine space, heard a new voice and uh, recognized a new presence and you wanted to listen more closely. You may have sensed a being or an entity hovering at your side, or you may have sensed a crowding of energy densities surrounding you or, or, or filling the room. You might have felt an emotional surge or flooding, such as the presence of love or bliss or grace, but maybe you didn't understand where or who all of this was coming from. So you've become aware of these energy presences, but you're now ready to take the next step to meet your guides and angels. So a lot of you have heard my story. Um, one day soon after I had a near-death experience, which was a story of its own, um, a spirit guide knocked on my front door. Uh, well, he didn't actually knock. He just sort of presented himself at the front door and then he floated through it. He just floated through the wood of the door. So I had at that time back then, I'd never heard of spirit guides. Um, that term was unknown to me. Uh, I didn't, I guess, I guess maybe I vaguely had heard of guardian angels as a concept. So, uh, and I didn't believe at all in mediumship or uh, the spirit world. It just it was outside of my vocabulary at the time in my life then. Yet there this entity was, this being, and he was a slight sort of balding man wearing sort of a baggy cloth clothing, kind of like a, an Indian dhoti or something drapey or similar, kind of a, not a word for it, just something that he was wearing. And, you know, people always ask, especially when I was teaching workshops and things in person, they'd be like, hey, uh, what did he look like? And what they mean is, how did I see him? How did he appear to me? And so the best way I can explain it then, and the best way I think about it now is that this spirit guy did not have the same energy density that you or I have. Um, to each other. He's not as solid as a physical form. And people also asked, how did I feel? Was I scared or excited? Like, I was not excited. <laughs> um, I was not excited at all. Uh, it was a very intense experience. Um, and I wasn't afraid because he seemed so very familiar, but I was really sort of blown away by that particular experience, which was of an apparition in the room. Now apparitions uh, don't happen all that often. Uh, it's very rare. Most people see everything in their mind's eye, which is where I see things now. But the thing to remember is when you do meet your own spirit guides or angels, you'll also find this to be true. They're going to be so familiar as if you've known them since you were a baby or in a previous life or in every lifetime you've ever had. And you're going to 
feel this because you have known them that long forever. Always, every time you've reincarnated, that spirit guide or those spirit guides have been here to help you. So let's take a look at the types of guides. People tend to have uh, different experiences in who they're, who they're experiencing. So let's take a look at um, who you might expect to see. So first we have spirit guides. And these entities usually look somewhat human. They, they create themselves or they present themselves in a human form for our convenience. They don't need to be human. Um, so they might wear clothes. They might talk with accents. They might have physical characteristics like a funny hairstyle. They could be any age from very young ch children or ancient or super gnarly old or something different. Um, spirit guides of this kind are pretty uh, familiar to us. They might laugh and joke and use slang, but don't be fooled. Um, they may appear human or more human than the other guides, but they are so far ascended and elevated from us. It's just kind of mind boggling. Um, I once asked one of my guides why he was always joking around with me. And he said, because you hear me better that way. And I realized how true this was. My personality responds much faster to silliness and humor than to being dry and strict. So your guides are gonna work with your personality too. Angels. Now, angels, lots and lots of work around angels. And in the work that I do, I don't really differentiate um, an angel name, an archangel style, um, the different classifications of angels. We'll just put this as angelic beings of the angelic realm. Now, these are the divine messengers you read about in the holy texts of most religions, uh, angels in Africa, Asia, Australia, Europe, North and South America, you know, everywhere, all peoples have understood about this uh, type of holy being. Now, angels, of course, do not always have wings. Um, uh, they, most of the angels I've seen never have wings or the wings are sort of away. Um, key archangels and angels are common guides for people um, and they are grand communicators and they make a point of communicating with many of us in the soul collective. So if you don't know much about angels in the way that I teach, it doesn't matter at all. You're just going to know them when they arrive, whether or not they have wings or not. Ascended masters. So these are the master teachers who don't really present so comfortingly human as your everyday spirit guides. And these beings are often very tall or very immense. And, you know, they, they often wear, the phrase is often robes of light, robes of light. Um, I'm not sure, you know, obviously ascended masters do not need to wear any kind of clothing or garb, but in our collective, 
consciousness, we have this acceptance that a master will wear a robe. So it's almost as if they appear as we would expect. Now, the ascended masters I'm currently working with are two very tall, I call them just beings of light. Um, they look and sound alike as if they have one mind or are of the same, same cluster together. And sometimes there's two, but sometimes, and the others of you will have this experience also, there's six or eight or a hundred. Um, they come as almost like a council. So um, I noticed that if you're finding this video, it may be probable that you're going to have guides of a similar uh, look or feeling in your ascended master's position. Um, kind of like as kindred souls, we are working on the same soul lessons together. So that may be the case that you have that uh, similar aspect to saints and holy beings. Now, a lot of people have this, and it kind of doesn't really matter how you were raised or what belief system you were raised in. So these might be an example of um, Mother Teresa, Dalai Lama, who uh, is not transitioned at time of this recording, but has had many reincarnations. So we're probably attaching to uh, the infinite nature of that being. Jesus, Buddha, Kuan Yin, Joan of Arc, uh, these beings and entities from all cultures who were elevated during their time on earth at a level that gives them this status of holy being. Um, other guides can show up, uh, mystical, magical, unidentifiable, maybe from other dimensions. Possibly we think of these sometimes as aliens, beings from other planets who currently live in our reality or a concurrent reality. Again, we are not the only beings in the universe, right? So um, it just makes sense that there are many other beings who are here to support us. So what is this connection? feel like. So you might see them a little more uncommon, or you may sense them in the sense in third eye. And this is um, this idea of thinking you're seeing them or sensing you're seeing them. Uh, it's the same thing energetically. The faster you accept this idea that third eye visioning or working in guiding visions in third eye or working with being apparitions in third eye is not the same as thinking it's just a different way of using your spiritual vision, uh, the more quickly you're gonna find success in your work. So you could see them in the room or you could sense them in the room. You could see them in the room or you could sense them, sense see in your mind's eye. And all of this is the same thing. We are moving from one dimension into another and the view is different. Now, it's so hard because in the movies and on Netflix or wherever you're watching, it's filmed so differently. There's smoke machines and there's, you know, apparitions coming up, but this is really not how it is. Intuitive realm is super subtle. It's, it's uh, not necessary for you to see things in physical flesh or in physical dimension. Um, in the same vibrational aspect as your own body, 
in order for something to be absolutely 100% real in the etheric realm. So let go of whatever you've seen in movies or read in, in vampire books. It's not how it works. Guide positions. So one of the really interesting things is when we're meditating, so much stuff comes into our minds and um, it becomes harder to keep track of things. So when we work with the guides and angels, we work with a specific understanding of position. So the guides and angels, and this is not, the guides and angels don't need to do this. There's no universal law. It's just a, a shortcut or a, sh a faster way of understanding who's where. So guides and angels will take up specific positions around your body and in your mind's eye, earth guide to the left, spiritual teacher behind, uh, um, mystic guide to the right, other visitors coming in front of. And um, this is what helps you understand who's there for what. So on your left again, earth guide. And this is the guide that helps you with everything in your earth life, your job, your partner, your money, your health. Um, again, this guide appears fairly human, has a personality. And this guide has been with you since birth and will be with you for all of your next lives. Behind you, a spiritual teacher, ascended master. Sometimes I call this the downloader. And it's very common to have this be Jesus, Mary, Native American, tall, white-haired, wearing a robe, a being of light. And this guide or guides uh, provides you with universal knowledge, connects you with collective soul, unified field, Akashic records, and so forth. And often this guide provides what I call a download. And for me, this guide is where all of the channeling, everything that I understand has come from this guide, um, receiving that in channeled writing. Um, then the guide to your right, your mystic guide, and sometimes we call this our protector of in working in the other realms, your guide of transitioning into other dimensions. So you might have a lion or a winged angel or a warrior or some other type of guide that shows you how to trans, trans, um, transition safely into the realms of say, the departed, past lives, reincarnation, future lives, and so forth. This is uh, for mediumship or shamanic journey or traveling outside of earth reality. So there we have it, the three ways they take their position and sort of what to expect, the types of guides and angels there are. Now, if you wanna learn how to work very specifically, not just like I feel their presence, but actually communicate with your guides and angels, you can do this. It's a tremendous, it's probably the key or the cornerstone, I feel, of the opening of your intuition and the expansion of your spiritual self. It's uh, having a mentor, a divine mentor team is going to be able to help you with every single, every single thing in this life and in all of your lives as you're a soul moving through your uh, incarnations, learning your soul lessons. So if you want to go deeper, um, I can teach you how to do this. So just go to sarahweisman.com and then go to courses 
and then go to the Guides and Angels project. Thank you. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.